Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pump. I have nothing to say to you tonight. No? All right. Well, uh, we love you guys. We appreciate you. And, uh... <laughs> All right. Good night. <laughs> that it. No. What did I say last week? Hit it. <laughs> hey, Jonesy. Hey, buddies. <laughs> did you call me buddies or did you? were you referencing me and Eric at the same time? The both of y'all. I was okay. saying hi to the both of y'all. Oh. Well, well, hi. 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 I'm excited to do a, to do a podcast with you fellas. I'm always the site. I'm always excited. What did you say? I'm always decided. I'm always decided. I'm always decided to be excited. So um, we really don't have much to talk about tonight. So we have lots to talk about tonight. What do you think about? Um, I have this new, you know, kind of unorthodox, kind of cutting edge podcast idea. Um, we spend a, like thirty to thirty five minutes in comfortable silence together. Oh, so basically, um, Pootie Tang's last album wait is that real <laughs> from the, the movie pootie tang the last album was just the track was silence oh that's amazing you don't remember when they play on the radio and no there's nothing being played everyone's like oh this uh, is it it's groundbreaking <laughs> what do you think jones you want to do that you want to do 35 minutes of comfortable silence with me and eric and layla the dog oh he's doing it already he started you know now that i think about it it's probably a bad idea yeah Mediocre idea. You guys aren't even giving it a chance. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so it's like I've been spending my whole life in comfortable silence. <laughs> this is what Jones and Friends should have totally been. <laughs> the, part three of Jones and Friends, just 30 seconds, wow. 30 minutes. See, that's how I could have gotten more people to listen to that, right? I could have talked for 15 and then said, all right, now I'm going to have silence. Inserted like 45 minutes of silence. And then at the very end, been like, all right, there we go. There's the show. <laughs> And people would have been like, oh, cool. I get to listen to an hour and a half's worth of Jones and Friends. That's a pretty good idea. Right? Why are you so down on your episodes, by the way? I don't think they're that great. I think they were pretty good. Me too. There's no way I could do a Jones and Friends, like a Pomp and Friends episode. It's impossible. It's so hard. Yeah. I, like, I really found out how hard it is. Like, it's very easy doing this show with the two of you guys. It's really hard to keep that afloat. I'm going to... I'm going to say that I'm never going to even try because <laughs> I can't even you say it's easy to do this show it's not easy like I have a hard time with you guys I can't even look at your face especially Eric's face right now he's death staring me no that's just my face right now <laughs> oh okay okay I wasn't uh, I wasn't tr- trying to do anything different um Eric why don't you tell everybody the uh, the uh brain brain fart that you had this week it was actually like this morning <laughs> Yeah, why don't you tell everyone? I was trying to write the word deaf, and for some reason, like, my brain just kept making me write D-E-P-H, and I couldn't, like, I knew it looked wrong, but I, I literally couldn't compute why it was wrong. And this is, like, you were trying to say deaf like you can't hear. D-E-A-F, yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying deaf like T-H. No, no, deaf like um, hearing impaired. Well, I mean, they would both be hearing impaired, but. Yeah, well, yeah, I yes. guess that's a good point. Won't it be life impaired? Yeah, it's true. You know, 
I, I've had similar moments. I couldn't spell the word of for a good two weeks. I thought it was O-V-E. It's wild how your brain like literally tricks you. Because sometimes you overthink. Did I ever tell you the time where I was playing the game Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, the computer game version of it? <laughs> and literally the first question, it goes, a unicycle has how many wheels? <laughs> yes, you did tell me this. One, two, three, or four. And I, I stared at the question for like 45 seconds and I was like, I know they want me to say one, but they're tricking me because it doesn't have like a little tiny mini wheel up top for balance. <laughs> so I chose two. I chose the unicycle has two wheels. Was that the first Jones, question? First question eliminated. Like the game actually laughed at me. <laughs> like it had like a secret laugh track that popped up. So turns out I was thinking about a penny farthing. You were, yeah. Yeah, so that happened. That's unbelievable. That happened. So I'm with you on the deaf thing. Let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. You have an Apple Watch, correct? I do. Uh, my watch just sometimes randomly vibrates, and I look at my wrist, and it's like, sorry, I can't do that. All Why? the time. Why? I don't know. It does it all the time lately. Constantly. It's actually way worse now than it was when I first yeah, got the watch. Yeah, it's happening so much. Dude, Apple, what's happening, man? Like, all my stuff is getting really freaking screwed up. So I made a 25-second video clip in iMovie today, right? 25-second clip. Here's what the clip was. It was of a picture of my new band, The Gold Coast, shameless plug, and like audio in the background of like the chorus of one of our new songs. That was it, 25-second clip. And it my the fan on my MacBook Pro, by the way, well... Yeah, it's maybe a five-year-old MacBook Pro. Still. But it was totally specced out when I bought it. Like, I got, like, top of the line everything. The fan went out of control, and it kept crashing. It literally crashed my computer to do a 25-second video clip on a $2,500 MacBook Pro. And this is why I've been telling you, man, since I switched over to that gaming PC that I built, I, like, I don't use my Mac for anything Except torrenting and running my Plex server. How? But how is that possible? Twenty, like literally, my iPhone could handle that kind of power with no problem, but my MacBook Pro can't. I'll tell you why. Because Steve Jobs is dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Cook is no Steve Jobs. No, he sucks. They both have very simple names, though. I feel like there's a correlation between having a simple name and being very successful. I feel like I'm capped out in my life because my last name you know is what? like you're, you're 17 syllables. Think about it, right? Like, uh, you know, Mark Cuban. Yeah. Bill Gates. Ted Turner. Those are simple names, and these guys are... Bill Gates. Come yeah. on. It's like unfair. Steve Jobs. Tim Cook. Their last names are always like a, like a word. Like Turner. Yeah. Jobs. Cook. Cuban. Sandwich. Deli- delicious. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying... Jones, Mike Jones, you could be you could be super successful. Yeah. I could. I actually I am very successful. That's true. I have a banana stand. <laughs> There's always money in the banana stand. There is always money in the banana stand. And in the hammock. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a male stripper. What's your male stripper name again, Eric? White Lavender. White Lavender, that's awesome. Come on, dude. How do you not know that? I did know it. I just wanted to just say it out loud on the air. All right, so the um you did something last week that I forgot to mention on the show. And I really yeah. wanted to. Um, I'm like nervous about this. All right. So, yeah, I was sitting 
I was sitting home in my room one night and my phone rang, which is a rare occurrence these days. I have like maybe one or two friends who, who still call and actually talk on the phone, but you're not one of them. I am not one of them. So I heard a ringtone that I haven't heard in forever and I looked down and it was you calling. The ringtone happens to be Big in Japan by the band Alphaville. <laughs> Great song. And the perfect song for me. You may know their main hit, Forever Young, but you may not know Big in Japan. It rules. It's the best song ever. Okay. Um, so I pick it up, and the first sentence out of my mouth is, holy crap, I haven't heard this song in forever. I didn't even realize it was your ringtone, but there was no response. That's when I realized you pocket dialed me. I like to refer to it as butt dialing. Okay, you butt dialed me. I butt dialed you. But it sounded like... The phone was right next to your face because I could hear you clear as day. It's because I talk out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best joke I've ever said in my life. I'm so proud of myself right now. I just want you guys to know I'm funny. That Just remember you that. You also told Jones you didn't think you were going to be able to make him laugh tonight, and you just did. I just so. made you laugh. Yeah, you did. Woo. Nine minutes. And that was like a legit laugh, That was a too. good laugh. It was hearty. hearty that was chuckle. a good hearty chuckle. That was Nine good. minutes in, you made him laugh. I'm so proud of myself right now. I'm, I didn't think you were going <laughs> to... I didn't think I was going to get a joke, at, a laugh out of him. I can't talk tonight because I'm drinking whiskey. It's all right. I'm you, like half drunk. You keep I'm drinking. I'll lie. finish the story. All right, you tell the story. I'm going to drink the whiskey. So now I'm like, I'm about to hang up, and I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I going to hang up when I can hear this dude clear as day? Maybe he's going to talk smack about me. Never. But he didn't because he's an awesome guy. I am. I mean, I do talk smack about you. But what he did do, so I hear him talking, and he's kind of like preaching. Kind um, of preaching. I was on a tear. We used to call him, what do we used to call you, the street poet or the street, street philosopher? philosopher? Street philosopher, right? Because um, he used to hold like, he used to hold court wherever we were, and people would like gather around, and he would just, he would like tell stories or like life lessons or wax poetic about like anything, you know what I mean? So you were holding church in what sounded like a bar. It was a bar. And you were talking about, I guess, like the path you've taken through business, like how you've gotten to certain places and like things you've done. Oh, yeah. And people were eating it up that you were talking to. And I couldn't hear them that clearly. But for 16 straight minutes, I listened to you. Did you get inspired? I kind of got motivated, man. Did I sound like Tony Robbins? Yeah, yeah. One billion percent. I feel like if I was taller, I could be a motivational speaker. Yeah. Is that weird? I know the stage makes you look taller. That's true. You always you can't be on a ground level. You need a stage that's at least like four feet. Yeah, you know I got, what I'm saying. Yeah, I gotta get platform shoes or something. Because like once I, I get off the off the stage, I'm like, oh, this this guy. That's why you always sit behind a table. You never stand to meet your fans. It's true. I love it. I love. This I could be your PR guy. I could make you the tallest guy on earth. But you no can never stand next to me because then no. that'll create scale, no. and then I'd be like, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I was on a rant. So it was an enjoyable yeah. evening. I was getting some work done at my place and I had you on speakerphone. So I was able to keep doing what I was doing while listening to you. And it was, it was awesome. It was <laughs> awesome. I don't even know what I was talking about. I have no, I don't even remember. And as it was happening, I was texting, uh, Jonesy and our friend blank, like telling them the situation that was happening. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Yeah. I don't even know how I butt dialed you. I have no clue how this happened. Or how I, how did I hang up? How did it end? I hung up. Oh, you just... It uh, eventually hit like 16 or 17 minutes, and I, and I hung up. It's <laughs> amazing. To me, the best part of this is that that wasn't just a group text between me, Blank Man, and you. It was between me, you, Blank Man, and Chris. 
but he's never even saw it yeah. when I wrote there because that's how much he doesn't check his text messages. I'm getting I'm getting progressively worse with checking my text messages right now. I'm very bu- I'm in a very busy moment of my life, but it will calm down in like a couple weeks. What but- is it? Rule eighty six: No excuses. Play like a champion. Yeah, yeah. Damn yeah. It. God damn. It. But so here's the thing: when I rant like that, which I do a lot. Or we'll call it preach, but I'll call it. Rant. I call it preach. I call it whole. Yeah. That's exactly what you were doing. You were preaching. What? When, when I go, it's like the scene in Old School when Will Ferrell is at the debate club. Yeah, I black out. I don't even remember what I'm saying. Like when I think about what I'm saying, I can't get a word out. But when I go into like rant mode, it just like comes out super fluid. Like not the, a stutter. The one thing I regret is like not having something to plug my phone into to record it. And like I think Jones said that right away. He's like, any way you can record it. Oh, man. We could have made like a great bit out of it. I can't even. Oh, man. I wish I remember what I was talking about. I don't even remember what I was talking about. So many things involving business. That's awesome. So um, I had a couple of random things happen to me this week. You want to hear some of them? Yeah. Um, well, I'll start with the more uh, tame stuff. Uh, my neighbor accidentally knocked down my fence. Like, just completely weirdest thing. He was, like, moving a couch or something, and, like, the couch was on a dolly, and it just fell off the truck and rolled right into front my fence. Front yard? Front yard. Like, the, the front piece, like, of of my fence is just a big, huge hole. Is which, he going to fix it? Yeah, yeah. He's going to pay for it and everything. But it's been, like, a week, and... Once my dog, luckily Layla's not that smart, <laughs> she hasn't realized that she could just leave. You have boarded it up? No. I mean, that's... I live life on the edge. <laughs> Layla, she's not going to go. My dog's not leaving me. What do you think? I think she's leaving. Yeah, you think she'll leave? Where's she's she going to go? She's a dog, bro. She's a dog. Where's she going to go? You need me, Layla. She's got Stockholm Syndrome. Maybe she sees a hunk, chases him down. Yeah. Or... Uh, you know, we're pretty sure that Layla doesn't like dudes. <laughs> yeah. But um, so so that happened. Then on Monday, so I started a new job recently and I have um, so I go back and forth between New York and L.A. Like I have an L.A. office and a New York office. Was it Louisiana? Yes, Louisiana. <laughs> um, L.A., Louisiana. Well, and now, well, now I can't go to L.A. This month, which I, I supposed to go a month, a week, a month. I can't because of the coronavirus, but that's a cool one to- more show topic for another day. Yeah. So I will not be traveling in March, but uh, in my New York office, it's a pretty nice office. It's in Midtown. Um, I was working late. So I was like one of the, I was the only person in the elevator. I get in the elevator on the way out and I hit the button for the lobby and within three seconds, it just, the whole elevator dropped like a good, like quick, abrupt, like three foot drop and then stopped. And I knew instantly that the elevator was broken. I got stuck in the elevator and it was like seven fifteen at night. So I was already working like pretty late and I was already like, t- I was, all I was thinking about was how I'm going to get like Shake Shack at Penn station. And I was like so excited. I was starving and I instantly realized like, oh, this is going to be a while. And I hit the emergency button, and the lady's like, hello? I'm like, I'm stuck in the elevator. She's like, what? I'm like, I'm stuck in the elevator. She's like, are you stuck in the elevator, sir? I'm like, yes, I'm stuck in the elevator. Um, 
The only reason I was yelling is because she couldn't hear me. Not not because I was panicking. I was fine. Not not because you're my mom on a cell phone who thinks if you yell, it's clearer. Yeah, no, she's literally like, I can't hear you. I'm like, I'm screaming into this thing. Anyway, um, so she's like, okay, well, let me, let me call the repair guy or whatever, and I'll get back to you. She's like, hello, sir. Are you okay in there? Ten minutes later, I'm like, yeah. She's like, call the repair guy. He'll be here in a half hour. I'm like, oh, it's a long time. So I... I spent the first 40 minutes like standing in the elevator, like with my jacket on, with my backpack on, listening to music, like while scrolling through Instagram on my phone, like pretending I'm just hanging out in the elevator, like pretending like the elevator door is going to open any minute for 40 minutes. Then finally she gets back. She's like, all right, the guy's here. And then he's like, hello, sir. Can you hear me? Like he's like in the elevator shaft. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, I'm going to have to uh, figure out what's going on here. I'm like, isn't there like a button you could just press and, open the door for me like isn't there like a secret thing he's like yeah i don't know why i can't get it to move he's like so uh hold on i gotta go up to the roof goes up to the roof and now i realize like this is gonna be a while so now it's an hour in i just sat on the floor um took my ipad out thank god i had internet took my ipad out and i just watched hunters on amazon prime (laughs) so um so how long were you in there so i watched a full episode of hunters which is 60 minutes yeah so that was about two hours in now. So now it's two hours in. And every like 10 minutes, he would come down from the roof or whatever. He'd come down and be like, uh, just want to check in on you. Doing okay? I'm like, um, not really. No. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, luckily I don't, have to go, I don't have to pee yet. Like that would suck. Right? Luckily I, I went to the bathroom right before I got in the elevator. Thank God. That would have sucked if you tried to hold it. That whole, oh my God. But, oh, I'll, just, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go at Penn Station. No, thank God. So... I, um, uh, he kept going back and forth and he's like, I can't figure it out. So he's like, here's what I'm going to do. Pry open the doors and see what you see. Cause I think that you're at a, at a, you're on a floor, but it's a, it's a floor that's out of service. So it may be boarded up, but like you could un, you could like take the board, like you could take the, 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 the thing that's blocking it away and just walk through this like abandoned floor into the stairwell. I was like, okay. So I pry open the door and there's like two other doors. There's like another set of doors. Like you guys have seen that before at some point in an elevator, right? Like yeah, yeah. There's another set of doors. Usually, they usually right before the person gets cut cut in half by the elevator. Right before driver. they get cut in half. Yeah. Exactly. He's like pry the door open, and he's on top of the elevator. He's like, I'm gonna. Th- I'm like the other doors are bolted shut, right? They're like bolted. It's bolted together. And he's like, all right, I'm gonna hand you down some tools. Unbolt them. And then pry that one open, and then you'll just walk through. I'm like, okay, send him down. So he like drops down the tools. I unbolt all of them, which takes forever, by At the way. At this point, because, you were like Zoolander in the mines. Yeah, exactly. Like dressed to the dressed to the nines. I mean, put a little like grease on your face to make it look like you worked hard. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think I have the black lollipop. <laughs> so I un I unbolt all of them, which takes a long time because like the guy doesn't give me. Like, I didn't get, like, a good, like, socket wrench thing. I was, like, literally using two pairs of pliers, you know what I'm doing? And I was, like, doing it, like, a little bit at a time. It, like, took forever to do each bolt, and there was, like, six of them. Um, and when I say forever, it was, like, five minutes, but it was the longest five minutes of my life because I was just not in the mood for this. I undo all of them. I pry the second door open, and it's, like, out of There's a, a fr- third door. It's a third door, and it just has a smile. <laughs> it just has, like, a big middle finger pointed at me. No, I open up the second one, and it might as well have been the third door. It was worse. I open up, and it was just cinder blocked. 
Oh, oh man. <laughs> they they cinder blocked up the entrance to this to this floor. So now obviously he passes you a sledgehammer. So he's like, "All right, one more thing. Let me just go get the sledgehammer from the van." Yeah. No, he's like, "Oh man." Here's some C4. What you're going to do is plant it in the bottom right yeah. corner. Yeah. He's like, "Don't worry. We do this all the time." <laughs> uh so after he got his claymore from the uh from the van. <laughs> uh so anyway, so he's like I'm like, dude, cinder blocks. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, really. And he's like, oh, well, the guy on the phone told me that you'd be able to do that. I'm like, well, the guy on the phone was wrong. <laughs> so he's like, all right, well, close it back up. I'm like, you know, I'm not putting the bolts back in, right? <laughs> like, no way. <laughs> like, F that. You can do that later. Um, so he's like, I don't know what else to do, man. And I'm like, am I like stuck here for life? Like, is this my life now? He's like, well, if we can't figure this out, I'll get an, I'm going to get a ladder and I'm gonna, you can take the emergency hatch out of the elevator. I'm like, why didn't you do that from the beginning? Like, just give me the ladder. Like, why would you make me spend two hours in here when you, could, when you have a ladder that you could just put down into the emergency shaft of this elevator? And um, so he's like, I'm going to try one more thing. And if that doesn't work, then we're going to get the ladder. And the one thing was he just called his friend who actually knows how to fix elevators. <laughs> and his friend who actually knows how to fix elevators got It was like down. the first thing he guessed. He like got it. You could hear it. The guy's like, bruh, bruh, bruh. like you don't, I didn't hear what they were saying, but you heard like, <laughs> oh, okay. You're like, oh, mother effer. And then like five seconds later, the doors opened. I was like, you know, guys, whatever. Anyway, so I walked out. Uh, Did you meet him? I meet both of them, and like the guy who was failing the whole time, the look on his face was like he was so distraught when I when I walked out. And the funny thing was, believe between us, like I was totally fine. I was watching Hunters on my iPad. I, it was not that bad. Like I obviously was like telling him it was bad because I wanted them to hurry up because I was hungry. But like I was fine. And to be honest, it was kind of relaxing to like sit and just like watch Hunters on my iPad, like no screaming kids, no work, like nothing. And um, uh, but when I when the doors opened, they had to pry them open. They were still. And by the way, the next day I went to the office and it just had like a out of order sign. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is out of order. Um, the uh, the guy who fixed it was just like, you could see he wanted to be like, sorry, my friend's an idiot, but like he couldn't say it in front of him. And the other guy looked like white as a ghost. He was like so like mortified that he couldn't get me out anyway i had to like they made me file a report too, like the people like that work security there because they're like you know just in case you want to sue them or whatever i'm like i'm not gonna sue them for this i was like maybe they could send me a gift basket or something you know some taco bell Ed- edible so, arrangements yeah so um <laughs> edible arrangements just like chocolate covered pineapples <laughs> like on on sticks i don't know why that's a thing but it's a thing and um anyway so now i have to walk to penn station but now it's 9 15 9 30 and i'm so hungry and there's a train at 9 50 and i have this moment where i'm like if i i could catch the train i could easily catch the train but i'm so freaking hungry or i could skip the 9 50 and take the 10 50 and get food so i do that i do that as i'm walking i'm thinking i'm gonna get shake shack the whole walk there i'm thinking i'm gonna get shake shack i'm so excited to eat shake shack if anything good came out of this uh, this uh, traumatic experience I, it's that I get an hour to eat Shake Shack instead of like scarfing it down and jump on the train as I'm walking I see a Taco Bell Cantina 
and now I have a moral dilemma. Do I get Taco Bell Cantina? Yes. Or do I get Shake Shack? Not even a question. There's no dilemma. Well, here's the funny thing. Right before that, I had another moral dilemma. A block before Taco Bell Cantina, guess what I saw? An elevator store? An elevator store. <laughs> I saw an elevator store. A group I, of construction guys. You tried to join them. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about all the work you did earlier. <laughs> 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 no, I saw a Krispy Kreme. Ooh. So now I'm thinking I dinner and dessert. Yeah, but the problem is I was so hungry for like actual dinner that I skipped the Krispy Kreme because I knew I I, I really do want Krispy Kreme, but I knew there's a Krispy Kreme at, at Penn Station also. Okay. So oh, I was so like you had this planned. So yeah, so I go to Taco Bell Cantina, I skip Krispy Kreme, I go to Taco Bell Cantina. I walk in and it's empty. Right, which is awesome. There's like two people waiting for their food. I order a cheesy gordita crunch and a Mexican pizza. Hey, I had that for lunch today. That exact order? Pretty much, yeah. That's exactly what I got for dinner last night. Really? (laughs) Exactly. Did we all just become best friends? Nope. Nope. Didn't happen. Just, just work acquaintances. We're just colleagues. Just a bunch of colleagues pretending we're friends on the air. (laughs) I actually hate you guys off the air. Yep. Um. So you would think that would be, you know, pretty empty. It's Taco Bell Cantina. You would think they put like their like their A-list employees at the cantinas. Uh-uh. I waited for 25 to 30 minutes. Whoa. Not kidding. And I was like, what's happening? And I'm watching them. The way the Taco Bell Cantina was set up was like the prep section was like right in front of you. It's hard to explain, but it wasn't like it was it, the whole thing was like one big square, and they were part of the square working. But the only thing separating you them was a counter. So like I'm literally watching them make the food, and I like I'm like, is that a cheesy gordita crunch? Is that a? And the guy who's like using the one, you know, they have a steamer, that steamer machine at Taco Bell. Yeah. And how they make the Mexican pizzas and like the they how they melt the cheese fast. The guy working that was sweating so much. That the sweat, I was watching the sweat drop off of his forehead, like onto stuff. Damn it. 25 minutes I cursed. All right. I was watching the sweat fall off of his forehead onto food. Disgusting. As I'm sitting there, then I see my food come out, and he's the two things I ordered go in that steam machine the cheesy gordita crunch and and the Mexican pizza. I'm like watching. Like death staring to make sure that no beads of sweat drop into my stuff. Luckily, he had one drop come down while I, while I was making my food, and it and it like completely missed the counter, and landed on the floor, and I was like, "Thank God!" Because if I saw it hit, like, what do you do? Not throw it back in his face. Luckily, the food comes and it's delicious, so that's fine. That part's fine. Also, I thought Taco Bell cantinas had booze. I did not see booze there. All the they had was Vegas like, does. It had like a Slurpee machine. No, the one in Vegas has booze. That's I don't think they all do. Yeah, it was just it was a nice Taco Bell that had flat screen TVs playing sh- stuff on TV. I almost cursed again. Um, so I finished my Taco Bell cantina and I'm like, all right, things are starting to settle down. Life's good again. I go to Penn Station. I I don't know where Krispy Kreme is, but I have plenty of time, so I'm, I'll find it. It's like by New Jersey Transit or something. So it's like a totally different part of Penn Station. I go to it and it's closed. Oh, and I missed it God. by like, I forgot exactly. I think it closed at 10, right? And I was there at like 
Why? Because Taco Bell Cantina took forever. So I missed my Krispy Kreme. So now I'm mad that I can't get Krispy Kreme. And like the whole time I'm thinking, I can't wait to have dessert. Um, so instead I get a chocolate chip cookie from like Abo and Pan. And it was like, it was delicious, but it was such a letdown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every time I think of that story, I think of Roosevelt Field when we were teenagers. Yeah, it was like, it was all right. It was a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. <laughs> it was a warm chocolate chip cookie. It was fine. And then I got a beer. Like I got a tall boy of Modelo for some reason because I was just hitting rock bottom. So I basically had Taco Bell, a chocolate chip cookie, and then a Modelo. And I was thinking, you know, on an, any other night, I'd be like, wow, this is really unhealthy and terrible way to live my life. But after getting stuck in an elevator, I feel like I earned it. You totally did. And that was my and I can think of worse ways for you to eat after that. Yeah. Shake Shack, Krispy Kreme, and a Modelo would have been worse than Taco Bell, a chocolate chip cookie, and a Modelo. Well, the funny thing was your first uh, meal was my plan. <laughs> that was what I was no, going to do. I know. That's why I'm saying that would have been worse. If things went properly, I would have ended up eating Shake Shack, Krispy Kreme, and having probably not a Modelo, but like... Um, Maybe like a Michelob Ultra. <laughs> like a Michelob Ultra, yeah. Just wash it down with something healthy, like, you know, like a light beer. You know what I'm saying, Jonesy? Next time this happens to you, and there will be a next time. Yeah, probably. Uh, what you do is... Uh, you call the fire department and you say, hey, uh, I have some kind of medical disease where I need my medication and I don't have any on me. And you'll be out of that elevator in like five minutes. Probably. I actually thought about that. I'm like, why do they not call the fire department? Because you were calm and not in an emergency situation. Yeah. I actually, I texted, I didn't know what else to do. Like I texted Kathy, uh, my wife, and then I texted my, my, my secretary, my admin. I was like, I'm stuck in the elevator. And she's like, oh my God, you need me to call the fire department? I'm like... No, I don't think so, right? Like, do you do that? And she's like, you probably should call. You want me to call the fire department, Chris? I'm like, uh, nah, they got they got it. <laughs> Biggest mistake of my life. You're right, Jonesy. I probably should have had, I should have probably called. And probably would have had some hunk pull you out. <laughs> I know, probably like Mr. Mr. November of the fire Would have you out the front door. Oh, my God. He would have put his jacket on you in case you were cold. <laughs> Oh, it's such a dream boat. <laughs> he would have he popped his head in through that hatch and he would have yeah. been like, here's your Krispy Kreme. <laughs> now let me pull you on out of here. Oh, man. That is what I dreamed that night. <laughs> Some hunky fireman with Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> uh, those two hours in the elevator changed me, guys. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah. So, so that was my night. So that happened. Oh, so I got more stuff. Can I tell you another thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm reading. You put a lot on this list. I, yeah. So it's gonna be the whole show tonight. <laughs> okay, I forgot to tell you that after the after the Taco Bell Cantina, stuck in the elevator, Modelo, chocolate chip cookie, all of that, I get on the train. Right now, at this point, it's ten, like it's eleven fifteen. Right, it's late. I'm tired. I just a long day. Um, I'm like kind of, I'm listening to music. I'm scrolling through my phone. I look up to my left and there's a completely normal looking, like college professory looking, like mid thirties dude, like, like tweed jacket kind of guy. You know what I'm talking about? With like yes. framed glasses, he probably actually reads books still, like made of paper, you know, and looks totally normal. Except for the one odd thing that he was doing, which was the beverage he was drinking. Can you guess what he was drinking? I don't even want to. He was drinking a 
one gallon jug of water like a, with a handle like a, a one gallon like like as if it was normal like in his left hand he had a paperback novel of like charles dickens or whatever smart people read and then in his other hand he had a one gallon jug of poland spring i mean i can't hate the dude for staying hydrated a gallon like a full gallon jug on the train like it sat next to him like it was like his companion you know what i'm saying you don't think that's weird I don't know. I know a lot of people who do that. One gallon jugs? Yeah, I know a lot of people who do that. Of water? Yeah. In public? Yeah. All the dudes on the maintenance department where I work carry them around. You guys don't mess with me right now? No, man. I can only say like a liter maybe, like the the big bowl and spring bottles. A liter's nothing. I'll put that down in 15 minutes, 10 minutes. But this guy was like a college professor. Like how He can't be thirsty? I mean, the man probably has a medical condition if he's that thirsty. He's like one of the teachers in the movie The Faculty. He's, he's like an alien teacher. <laughs> it's possible. All right, whatever. Okay, I thought it was weird. All right, last thing. This is my last thing. I have a guest for us, like a legitimate, like not humor guest, like an actual medical professional doctor. My, I talked to my doctor. I went for a checkup today, and I asked my doctor if she'd be on our podcast, and she said yes. Really? Yeah. I was like, I was like, this is the weirdest thing I'm going to ask. Cause it was like, how's your blood pressure? And then it was like, uh, you know, we're like talking like medical stuff. And I was like, Hey, just random question for you. And she's like, yes. I'm like, how would you feel about it coming on my podcast and talking about the coronavirus? She's like, you have a podcast. I'm like, damn right. I do. I'm like, we're kind of famous. And she's like, really? I'm like, no, we have like a hundred listeners. <laughs> but then she's like, well, okay. Yes, I would totally do it. She's like, I can't do it this week, but I could do it next week. So, we have like a legitimate doctor. That's awesome. Yeah. Is she funny? Yeah. She's like super cool. She's our age. She's like 37 years old. She's awesome. She's single. That's none of our age. She's not single. (laughs) Yeah, none none of us are that age. Oh. Are you that age? I'm 37, yeah. Oh. Well, how old are you guys? 38. 38. Oh, man. You guys are (laughs) old as hell. What's it like? What's it like? It's It's good. In the senior home. I'm going to be 39 in a... Two couple months. Wow, we're we gonna oh. have a birthday party for you. You're gonna be 39 tomorrow, according to Facebook. <sighs> oh. This guy, Jones, is the king of wishing me happy birthdays on the wrong friggin' day. It's a good joke. It's Last good year, joke. you threw me that one heck of a birthday party. Yeah, what did we do? Oh yeah, we had that cocktail party in Long Beach that you oh won at the God. Chinese auction. That was a good night. Great good night. night. Lots of apps and bevs. Yeah, it was awesome. What are we gonna do this year? I didn't win anything this year. <laughs> Still time, bud. Yeah. I got to I gotta win a raffle. <laughs> Anybody have a raffle I could win so I could take Eric out for his birthday? <laughs> oh, my sister won one of those things again tonight on Facebook. I thought those were like banned now. No, they've, the lawyers told them all how they could do it. Yeah, people had to like uh, comment on this thing with all the rules. It's like a pay it forward group. It's no longer gambling. Uh, that old chest. So anyway, she won like a $400 Amazon gift card for like 10 bucks. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so that's pretty sweet. Nice. So I, that took me a second to process. What? Which part? Like I thought that she had won a ten buck Amazon <laughs> gift card. <laughs> that would like, be an awful gift. I was like, why? Why would she pay a ten bucks for a ten buck <laughs> gift card? Jones, how was your week? My week was just fine. I worked yeah? a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Anything uh, uh, groundbreaking happen? No, not really. No. Did you get stuck in an elevator? 
I actually got somebody stuck in an elevator. Yeah, how'd you do that? I hit the button. <laughs> a bunch. Yeah. Uh, we, we ran to your office and hit the button 700 times. You know what's so funny? Well, that, well, that would be very mean prank if you guys did that to me. But what the, there was a point where I was like, is it possible that like I could just pull out the um, emergency stop thing and then push it back in? Maybe it just, need, it just needs to be jostled. The guy's like, no, don't do that. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that'll work. He's like, no. I'm like, I really feel like that's the elevator version of hitting the reboot button. You know? Yeah. I was like, let me just pull out the stop button and then put it back in. And he wouldn't let me do it. So imagine that fixed it. I feel like that guy's not good at his job. Really not good at his job. And that's why he was mortified because he probably is going to get fired now. Because like, how do you explain to your boss? Like, yeah, I was there for an hour and a half, an hour and 45 minutes actually, all in. I was stuck for two hours and 15 minutes. It took him a half hour to get yeah. there. But hour 45, he couldn't figure out how to get the elevator open. He's the kind of guy that would be like, all right, I have to go to the roof to check something and then get himself stuck on the roof yeah. with no <laughs> way to let you know. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy that like literally will paint a floor and then paint himself into the corner. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> uh, good times. Anyway, so you guys want to do the feedback loop? Yeah, I guess so. Do we have feedback? Like, ah, uh, feedback. Okay. Maybe you call it food back because it's just one. I don't know. You're the worst. <laughs> You're the worst. Hit it. Wow. We're we're professionals. Jones, you want to read us some feedback? Ooh. Sure. This comes from our pal Kyle. Says, so glad you guys are back. Also, oh. real quick. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Kyle. Yeah, we're very happy to be back. I'm not going to lie. I missed it. I missed you guys. Yeah. Real quick, in the movie Airheads, there were actually two Ghostbusters, Ernie Hudson and Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis was the cop posing as the Record agent. That's not what he was, but all right. What's a record agent? Uh, he was posing as the A&R guy from the record label. Same uh, thing. Yeah, that's, a, that, yeah, that's like an agent. Yeah, kind of. Talent scout. An agent is the guy that you get after you've been hired. He's okay. the guy before you've been hired. Not everyone knows that. The agent <laughs> is the guy that negotiates with the record label to make sure you get a better a better deal, right? Yeah. The agent's working for you. Did a lot of thinking. I just did a lot of thinking for no reason. <laughs> Harold Ramis was the A&R guy who was actually the cop and was asking about Van Halen and then Lemmy or God. Trick question, Lemmy is God. I remember that scene. I totally forgot it. When we were talking about this last week, I forgot wow. all about Harold Ramis and that scene. Wow, there's, so there's two Ghostbusters in Airheads. That's a cool it's little Easter egg. Yeah. It probably means it's a Saturday Night Live. No, that's a, what's it called? Second City, that crew type of production. I bet you Harold Ramis is the producer of it or the writer. That I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he directed it. What do you think, Jones? I don't think so. There's got to be some sort of connection. That's too. Uh, I think too it wasn't. I think it was an SNL type production. There yeah. might be why Farley's in it. Yeah. And Sandler. And Sandler. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Mike McKeon. Was he in? Uh, he was in SNL, right? 
Yeah, the early 80s. Yeah. Pardon. Look at that. We just played, uh, what's that called? Six Degrees of Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Kevin Bacon was on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Bacon. All right. Kyle also says, we need a list from y'all on essential vinyl albums to have. All right, so I had spoken to Kyle. Uh, he was he had hit me up about getting a record player, and he wanted to start getting some vinyl. And I told him I would put a few albums together, and I t- it totally slipped my mind. Uh, so when he wrote this, I was like, oh, cool. So I'm going to give him just... Um, I'm going to give him two like really dope ones to pick up right now. I already told him which record player I bought. I sent him links for it. Mm-hmm. So if he wanted to get it, he could. Um, whether you're into jazz or not, Miles Davis, Kind of Blue, is one of the most like owned records by everyone who has a record player. It's like the go-to. It's like the this, Nirvana Nevermind CD of 1992. The sound of this final. specific record just is just awesome. what people go for, and it's unbelievably beautiful. So my, It's funny because you said, <laughs> Miles Davis kind of blew, and I thought you were basically <laughs> saying it was like a bad record. I'm like, why are you bringing it up then? <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, and then... A band you may not know, uh, Neutral Milk Hotel. They have an album called In an Airplane Over the Sea. And the quality on this one is also fantastic. I had never heard the band before I bought the album. And I bought it on the recommendation of somebody else. And I'm glad I did. So I want to pass that forward to you. Neutral Milk Hotel. That's an interesting name. In an aeroplane over the sea. And I'm saying aeroplane that way because that's how it's spelled. It's spelled aeroplane. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, uh, Wu-Tang Enter the 36 Chambers It's like one of the dopest vinyls I ever got And I listen really? to it a lot Yeah it sounds awesome on vinyl Sick I'll give you a bigger list But for now those three Like I would jump on those Because they're top notch We should have a Wu-Tang Appreciation Day podcast Oh I'm totally down for it Can we all have cool um, Wu-Tang rapper names? Yeah There's a generator Somewhere on the internet for really? that Really? Yeah I want to be the Pizza. <laughs> When you guys know I'm the Pizza, spelt pizza, but just pronounced Pizza. Are you looking up a generator right now? No. Well, while you're looking up a generator, I have feedback from Robin, who's a new listener. Oh my hey. god! Oh, I had no recommendations for vinyl. Oh, sorry, Jonesy. No, yeah. I don't. Go oh. ahead. You really don't? Do you? I mean, I did, but oh, I, I didn't even know. I didn't know if you pre-read the question or not. Yeah, I did. Okay, so hit him. Uh, I would go with. All right, first off, don't don't be fooled by certain things. If you can listen to it on Spotify, do that. Uh, there are records where you're getting a different recording than what's on the internet, and those are the ones I would go to first. Or the ones that come with the cool like gate sleeves where like you actually have the artwork that does something or does something different than the one you could buy in the store. Uh, or there's ones where... There's things that vinyl can do that other formats can't do. Like skip? No, no. I mean, things that you would want them to do. Oh. So, for example, there's uh, uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band by the Beatles, right? When you listen to that record all the way through, the end of the very last song gets cut, gets caught in a like a run-out groove, and there's like a loop that's in that groove that will continue to play as long as like, you actually have to lift the needle off the record. So like they put Did they that, do that on purpose? Yeah. And they, they put that on the C D, but it's like 
you know, on the CD it plays for like a minute and then fades out. But on the actual vinyl, it'll it'll just continue until you turn the record player off. So to me, that that's the way to listen to that record. Um, there's other like there's gimmicky stuff if you really want to go that way. Like there's a there's a record by Moby Grape where you can listen to it at 78 RPM and then listen to it at 33 and a third, and it's a different recording because it's being played back at a different speed. Yeah, to that same effect, I would also recommend Warren G. Regulator. Um, that that vinyl is really good too. Dolly Parton Jolene has the same feel when you drop it down to thirty three. It sounds like a man is singing a slower version of the song, and it's also incredible. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Nice. I would also recommend um, Rex and Effects Rump Shaker. Don't even know if that was ever dropped on. If, if, if you could find that on vinyl now, it'd probably be a collector's item. I'm just saying, when you drop it to thirty three, man, it gets crazy. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it sounds good. Cool. You have any more? I'll write him a list. Directly. I'm gonna write him a list too. Yeah, because there's a bunch of like, it, like it'd be cool to have like Led Zeppelin's Physical Graffiti because the cover does like a bunch of stuff. Like you can look in the windows of all the the apartments in the building on the front cover. See, I got the Forrest Gump soundtrack on vinyl, and the actual casing of that is just so beautiful. There's like so much stuff in it, and it's it's three it's three records. And it's uh, one's red, one's white, one's blue. And like the whole theme matches with all like the artwork and stuff inside. It's really cool. That's awesome. That reminds me of the Spin Doctors vinyl for <laughs> Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. I'm sorry. I'll just stop now. That's my last one. There's also, in a, I actually, maybe I'll do a Jones and Friends on this, just specifically on this. The record- it should be Jones and Friends, like Dear Jones and uh, Dear Kyle from Jones and Friends and just do the whole thing just to Kyle. <laughs> just to Just Kyle. do a full hour episode to Kyle. I'm going to do a... The recording you're hearing on the vinyl is different than the CD recording. They're actually different things. Like, people don't realize, like, oh, like, vinyl sounds great. Yeah, it, it does because it's a different master. It's, it's entirely a different recording that you're listening to. Different takes or just a different EQ, like, different mix? I'm I'm not going to go into the whole thing right now. But it's it's literally... Why not? We got all the time in the world, Jonesy. <laughs> I want to hear the details, man. <laughs> the de- all the deets. I want the deets. I want the deets. Not really. Just kidding. All right. So I'm going to put a list together. Jones is going to put a list together. They're probably going to be very different because Led Zeppelin won't be anywhere near my list. It's not, like- it's not on my list either as far as like a thing to listen to because to me the CDs sound the same. But there's other things that are definitely worth hearing on vinyl. Can we... Um- put one of our episodes on vinyl that would be so awesome imagine dfd on vinyl can we put the new snake breeder single on vinyl oh my god oh my god are we gonna play that tonight i think we should yeah i think we should so i think it was an incredible 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 song yeah if you guys didn't listen to last week's episode we um we made a joke uh an offhand stupid joke that um since eric is now breeding snakes that snake breeder would be an awesome new metal band name so Jonesy, um, uh, this past week, recorded a new metal song by a fictitious band called Snake Breeder, and we're going to play it later. So you got to listen. You got to wait till later in the episode to listen to it. But I will tell you this: I hate new metal, so in turn, I don't like the song. But it is by far the best new metal song I've ever heard in my life. If that makes any sense, it's the absolute best song in the absolute worst genre. Eric, what do you think about that? 
Best uh, song in the worst genre? 100%. Not even a question. Awesome. I was just laughing by myself over here because I, I just did all of our, our Wu-Tang names. What's 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 yours? <laughs> Mine's Dragon Crappy. <laughs> Dragon Crappy. Um, yeah. Let's see. Yours is Tormentor Fickle. I like that. Tormentor Fickle. And Jones is Superior Goosey. <laughs> oh, my God. Superior Goosey. That's the best name ever. And I swear those were one takes. Like, I only tried it once. Oh, my God. Superior Goosey. That that generator is actually how Childish Gambino got his name. <laughs> yeah. is if you, it, if is you type true? in if you yeah. type in Donald yeah. Glover, it'll come back with that name. Totally, that's amazing. Dragon Crappy, what an awful name. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> All right, so we got another piece of feedback this week. Um, so we have a new listener, Robin. Remember Robin and uh, Jacqueline? If I had the like an applause button and a cheering button right now, I'd hit it. Like, how excited are you that they are listening to our show now? I, I, the twins, I haven't seen them in. I feel like since my house party in West Hempstead. Oh, that's amazing. That was a long wow. time ago. So I saw them on the train, not the night I got stuck in the elevator, but another night, and I was. It was one of those like, just BSing kind of thing. I was like, oh, blah, 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 this, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I have a podcast. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, you got to listen. They're like, what's it about? I'm like, really hard to explain. And they're like, you know what you should do on your podcast? You should um, do reviews of The Bachelor. I'm like, that's not going to happen. But you should listen anyway. Um, And so I didn't think they were actually going to listen. They listened. And Robin gave this feedback. She said, I checked out your podcast. She didn't say it was good or anything. Okay. That's okay. It's okay. It's fine. And I agree that In-N-Out Burger is overrated. Next time you're in LA, go to Father's Office. There's a place called Father's Office, which sounds really ominous. I feel like that's where like that's where like things that will need therapy later on in life happen. <laughs> go to Father's Office and get the Office Burger. It's incredible. You're welcome. So here's the deal. Not only did she listen to the podcast, she agreed with my with my point that In and Out is kind of overrated. Still good, but overrated. Did not tell us that she liked the podcast. I, I want to just That's point fine. it out. That's okay. That's fine. We grow on you. We're like mold, you know. <laughs> so that was all the feedback we got this week. All right, all right, Kyle and Robin. <laughs> all right. What's next? Um, what's next is. Jones is going to record an episode of Jones and Friends exclusively exclusively for Kyle, and I can't wait to listen to it. I can't wait to listen to it because I'm going to take some stuff from it. And you literally have to, the entire episode, just be like, so Kyle, here's the deal, right? And like just talk to him directly the entire time. <laughs> this will be the best episode of all time. I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll do it exactly like that. <laughs> you know what the best part is? I don't think I've ever met Kyle in person. Really? Yeah. Doesn't matter to me. Well, he's, getting, he's getting a whole episode just for his own head. Well, we're going to do the live show in... Soon, so, and I have an idea. Maybe we do it at Barrier Brewing in Oceanside, New York. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. So the next we have is uh, ask us anything. We got a lot of good questions. Ooh. So fancy. let's. Uh, you know, why don't you uh, kick it up and uh, kick it over? Ask us anything. I love that song. The one we forgot existed last week? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still got to make a new one because it's completely not memorable, but I do love it. <laughs> 
First piece of uh, feedback here comes from Dorney the Wine Guy on Instagram. These are actually questions. You call it feedback. <laughs> yeah. That's feedback. This is the feedback question <laughs> loop. Questioning Fe- feedback. Feedback? <laughs> Just put a question mark at the end of feedback and you're fine. There's feedback? <laughs> this piece of feedback comes from Dorney the Wine Guy. <laughs> he says, if you could get rid of any musician or band completely, who would it be? His is Kiss. Man, well, I like his answer. <laughs> I, I kind of want to steal it. I, I love Kiss. I, I would never want to get rid of them. I'd get rid of uh, Proswell from uh, from the Fugees because he scarred me for life with the terrible song Ghetto Superstar with Maya. Yeah, I, I would have guessed that for you. If you would have given me two guesses for you, that would have been one of them. Yeah, I hate Proz. Now, why Clef and Lauren Hill? All talent, all day. Proz <laughs> just was in the right place at the right time. Yeah, I feel like he just snuck his way right in there. Oh, big time. I don't know who I'd get rid of. Led Zeppelin? I mean, I mean, John Bonham did that for you in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is, though, like, I don't, they don't bother me because I don't listen to them. Like, they're not yeah. in my perifs. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm trying to think of people who are, who I hear, not by choice, that I can't stand. How about, like, a new rapper, like Little Uzi Schmoozy, whatever his name is? Again, I don't, I don't put myself around it. See, that's the thing. Like, now that we don't have the radio is, like, a, such a big thing anymore. You're not, like, forced to hear the same stupidity all the time. Yeah, I'm listening to my playlist that I curate, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot more uh, choose-your-own-adventure these days. You could go your entire life and never listen to music you don't you don't want to listen to. So it's pretty awesome. I'm really deep in it right now. I can't think of who I'd give the boot to. Like, I know, like, 20 years ago it would have been Dave Matthews, but... What?! I'm, I'm would like, you say? <laughs> Sorry. I'm so far away from that now that actually I think he's all right. Uh, it was probably the fact that he wrote a song called Gravedigger. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. It was about the monster truck. Yeah. <laughs> Gravedigger, jump that school bus. You know what's funny? My respect for Dave Matthews skyrocketed once I've started seeing him um, in like random comedies. Like he was in um, Don't Mess with the Zohan. Yeah. I think. Yeah, and he was in... Uh, oh, he was, was the clothing other? store manager, right? Yeah, yeah. what was he in the, uh, the uh, other Adam Oh, Cuties Puppies. What, when Nicole Kidman's is his his wife has... Oh, what's that movie? Is that the one where he's... You think the one where he's the redneck or the clothing salesman? No, he's the gay husband, but he's married to Nicole Kidman, and she knows he's gay, but like it's like a Okay. Bit, and then there was also the one where he was like, I'm going to kill these puppies. And he's got like That's a That's Zohan. That was Zohan? That's okay. Zohan. Or Han. Yeah, he, yeah. So once I started seeing him in movies, I was like, all right, Dave Matthews, he's all right. But before that, I hated him deeply. What, it's funny. What killed him for me wasn't him. It was the cover band Ants Marching that played Mulcahy's every week while I worked there back in the day. Oh. And all the... Birkenstock jerks used to the Jerkenstock Jerkenstock used to come in and, and love it and I hated life. I'm just gonna say for the for the record, we've had about eleven great words thrown out tonight that could be this the episode title. And I remember and Jerk is the only one I remember. <laughs> yeah. But there was like four other times where I was like, that's the episode name, and now I can't remember what happened. 
because I'm drinking whiskey. But um, jerking stocks is <laughs> that might win. <laughs> I'm gonna come back to this though. Like at some point during this list of questions, how about it's fish? Gonna... Would you kill fish? Oh, 100. percent There you go. I got you. See, that's what friends do. I appreciate you. I, don't, I appreciate I don't, you. I'm your I'm your phone a friend. I don't dislike fish. I'm your butt dial a friend. Sorry. <laughs> I don't dislike fish. I dislike the people that go listen to them. I know, but that's kind of sometimes you gotta you know, you gotta sacrifice the fish to kill the I don't know. The crowd uh, the school? I don't know. The you gotta kill fish so that the fish fans can suffer. Does that make sense? Fair enough. I really wish I could come up with a better metaphor than whatever I just mumbled out of my mouth. Um, I don't know if you're the next question. It looks is it a question from your brother? Let's see. Go balls deep has decided to issue the format of a question entirely, <laughs> and states, according to Shaq and Lionel Richie, Stevie Wonder ain't blind. <laughs> I've uh, heard this rumor. It's a complete lie. I've yeah, I've heard this rumor. This is up there with the Avril Lavigne, um, death replacement rumor. That's crazy. I mean, that's really not a question though. Not a question at all. Total statement. Yeah. All right. What else we got? This one comes from Gabagools on Instagram. <laughs> Why do I dislike Stop and Shop so much? I think Gabagools is still stuck in the in the Food Town era. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nostalgia thing. I think he's just yearning for the olden days. Stop and Shop is the more modern of the supermarkets. It's true. So. Stop and Shop is pretty great. I mean, unless like you're completely stuck in like that Trader Joe's like boutique food market deal. You know what's funny? I always knew of Stop and Shop as this tiny little like oh, no. bodega. No, listen, in Hempstead, oh, wh- where I used to stop live. Stop and get shot. Yeah, that was what I was saying. <laughs> there was a, so I used to live in a very bad neighborhood for I don't know three three years in in a very rundown house with a couple of my friends and around the block from my very rundown house in a very bad neighborhood was a little bodega called stop and shop also known as stop and get shot. And I very boldly risked my life many times to get a sandwich from that place. Yeah, like man, we had morning. to eat late sometimes. Yeah. So when I hear stop and shop, even though I know it's like a really nice supermarket chain now, I think of stop and get shot. Is that weird? That's not weird at all. See, that could be the name of the episode too. Stop and get shot. Stop and get shot. But no one will get it. Can I take the uh, the? Can I answer the next question that Jones is going to read? Yeah. This one comes from C Blank on Instagram. It might be our buddy Blank Man. I'm not really sure. <laughs> can you help me start a dojo that only practices martial art moves from the movies? No. That's the answer. Yeah. You're not going to elaborate. Nope. It's going to depend on the type of help he wants. If he wants someone to instruct the class, I'm not your man. If yeah, what do you need? To, like a financial backer? Like, what do you need? <laughs> yeah, if he wanted to do like a GoFundMe, I'd give like seven bucks. I would give him. I would give him a hundred bucks. Dead serious. The only way I'd be part of this is, is if he would let, allow me to go to other dojos and challenge them to fights in their dojos. Uh, only way I would do it is if me and you, Eric, got into like a business dispute at some point and you went to punch me outside in the parking lot and I dodged it right at the last second and you punched through the the window of the car and, and cut up your fist. That's fine. That would happen, though. I'm just saying. Then I'll I'll do it. 
Okay, I could sign on for that. Yeah. All right, you got me. You pulled me back in. <laughs> I'd be more inclined if he narrowed it down to certain movies. Like if he showed like only the Matrix movies, I'd be like, oh, okay. Like Fair just the movies that just you you pulled in every martial art move there ever was. <laughs> I'd want to teach the class where you you teach them that if a man can't see, a man can't fight. Yeah. Or man can't breathe, man can't fight. Terry Silver. Yeah. I'd like to teach that class. Man can't stand, he can't fight. Those were the three. Yeah. If you can't see, you can't breathe, and you can't stand, then you can't fight. I mean, he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. Great the, ponytail. Amazing ponytail. You know, I feel the ponytail make make a comeback. You know the mullet's coming back, right? Totally. I feel like Terry Silver used Pert Plus. Is that like... Is that me stepping over a line right now and, and and assuming that? No, I mean, the man definitely used a lot of conditioner. He had such silky smooth hair. I'm just saying. It had such volume, you know? It was, volumi- it was, go- it was gorgeous. It was, it was voluminous. <laughs> like, you know, I don't bat for that team, but, you know, if they ever need a pitch hitter, if Terry Silver's... I have hair in know, me. I get hair in me when I see him. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Anyways. This next one comes from Rogers 212 and he asks does doc brown's theory of time travel still stand i don't know what his theory was but yes i'm gonna go with a yes too i would say uh uh, 1.21 gigawatts oh that doc brown emmett emmett we 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 refer to him as emmett when we go back (laughs) oh we i I remember him when he was just mr brown before he got his phd i see doc brown (laughs) and i think of that the black cherry soda and I was like, why would Soda have a time travel theory? <laughs> so I don't know if this is supposed to be a joke, but you know the scene in Back to the Future 2 when he peels off his like skin to be like, oh, I just have this fake skin on to look older or whatever, and then he peels it off, but he looks exactly the same when he peels it off? Is that supposed to be the joke? I think so. Yeah, I think it is. Because yeah. I didn't get that when I was younger, and I just watched Back to the Future 2 like a week ago, and I was like baffled. I was like, am I supposed to laugh at that or... Or did they really think that he looked different? Rule of thumb. If you think it's funny, laugh at it. Okay, that's fair. What else we got? That's what? the most profound thing I've ever heard in if my life. If you think it's funny, <laughs> laugh. That came from a fortune cookie. <laughs> this next one comes from Dutch as. If you were me, what would you ask you guys? Uh, what would you call Dutch as? Um if you were me, what would you ask you guys? Um, if I were Dachaz, I'd probably ask Pomp when he was going to restock the fridge with Pomplemousse Lacroix. Um, that's a great question. So I don't know what happened, but my roommate slash sometimes lady friend slash technically according to the law wife, um, sometime in the last three months she decided to stop buying LaCroix and start buying uh, Costco brand seltzer <laughs> and um, it's just there's something just there's like there's an imbalance like it's good know? I just feel poor when I drink it yeah I feel like maybe you know maybe I didn't work hard enough you know you know maybe I should have went to grad school I don't know but all I'm saying is like I can't believe that I can't afford LaCroix <laughs> Uh, soda water, club sodas. <laughs> I can't even call it club soda. I can't even call it sparkling water. I don't know what it's called. It's just Kirkland signature grapefruit. <laughs> you know, carbon dioxide water. 
Jones. So I just I just won the Make Jones Ladder yeah. contest. Jones can't stop I laughing. I murdered you tonight. Oh, that was that was both of you guys together. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a team effort, group effort. Because <laughs> that's definitely not what she was thinking when she bought that. No, she, <laughs> she thought I'm already at Costco. I might as well get seltzer here. That's like what she, she did. She definitely said, "Oh, this is a good deal." Yeah, you know, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't like, "Oh, my life has slid down yeah. so far that we have to downgrade from Lacroix to Kirkland." <laughs> Oh, woe is me! As she's picking up like a tremendous cart-sized seltzer. Uh, package. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't like rethinking life choices. For some reason, I know this is a random, but you ever see that 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 very very iconic picture of like the Great Depression? That one like woman with her kid in like black and white with like a bandana on. You know what I'm talking about? Like I think they call it was like during the Dust Bowl when like every like every farm like just became dust. Like that picture, I just pictured Kathy in that outfit at Costco with the cart with the Costco with the Costco red seltzer. <laughs> Not dragging your kid in a dirty dress. Yeah. For some reason, the entire store is in color, except for Kathy and the, the cart is in black and white. I don't know if she listens to this show, but two things are going to happen when she gets to this point. Yeah, divorce <laughs> and collecting on my life insurance policy. She's going to be like, number one, why am I being attacked? <laughs> for no reason. Being attacked. <laughs> and number two, I'm never going back to Costco. No. Or now she's never going to get seltzer of any flavor. That's it. <laughs> it's all over. We're back to water. It's all over. Oh, oh man. <laughs> this next one comes from Liz Quidman. And she asks <laughs> F. Mary Kill, Mulan, Celine Dion, the coronavirus. Mulan, like the. Oh, the this is simple. Oh, wait, wait. Mulan, who is the. Um, princess who turns into a warrior yes. in Disney. My favorite Disney movie. They're making a live action version oh, of it. Oh, it looks awesome. It looks so good. Like, epically. Oh, my God, it looks really it good. It looks like, yeah. Uh, I think she loves Mulan as well, if I'm not mistaken. That's like her favorite. Yeah. Uh, with this one, I mean, I'm totally going to uh, F Celine Dion. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm marrying Mulan. Yeah, like good that's call. not even a question. Yeah, good call. And then I'm just going to kill the coronavirus, not because I'm afraid of it. Don't get me wrong. It's just I just know. want to hear people shut up already. I'm so sick of hearing about so. coronavirus. I'm also so sick of anyone who makes the joke that coronavirus is the word corona. Damn in it. you! It's That's like, on my notes, and I was gonna say it later. Really? Yeah. Sorry. That's the, guys. Stop going for the low hanging fruit, aka limes. Ha <laughs> ha. Though you got to stop it. Oh, I hate you so much right now, but I respect you. If you, you. see it, just think about this. Here's your rule of thumb: if you see a joke somewhere. It's already been said, so you don't get to say it. Well, That's as simple as it goes. Let me delete that off my notes. Like, oh, how, how am I going to prevent coronavirus? Get a lime. Ah, ah. All right, well, I'm going to rip through my other three before you steal them, too. Okay. Um, so we talked about favorite appetizers last week. I think it was Terry's. It was uh, Mike Jones's fiance's question, yeah. right? So my boy Nappy hit me up during the week. We happened to be at a party a few weeks back at Beginnings in Atlantic Beach. Yeah. And they were doing past hors d'oeuvres. And the girl walked up with a tray to me and Nappy and said, pastry wrapped Frank? And we looked at her like, what? You mean pig in the freaking blanket? Pastry (laughs) wrapped Frank. So when he started listening to the episode and he heard we were talking about appetizers, he's like, please tell me you brought up pastry wrapped Frank. And I was like, no, I totally forgot, but I will next show. Uh, so I wrote pastry wrap, Frank. Um, we also just talked about Celine Dion, which is funny because 
The other night she played Nassau Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Um, good friend Matt Robel and Liz Quidman <clears throat> went to the show and sat front row. Robel knows how much I love Titanic that he FaceTimed me and I got to watch the whole performance of the last song that Celine Dion sang, which was My Heart Will Go On. And it was beautiful. That's amazing. I was like in bed about to fall asleep and that's what I got to hear before I went to bed and it was beautiful. That's pretty amazing. You guys got to remind me also, after the show I have a funny story about Celine Dion. After the show? Yeah. Why would you not tell it? (laughs) No, I I can't say it right now. This is like a six months from now story. Okay. Okay. I'm with it. Um, also, Does it have anything to do with the statute of limitations? Because now I'm nervous that you killed Celine Dion. <laughs> no, no. I need I need something to happen first. And okay. Once it happens, I can talk about it on the show. Fair enough. It's fair. Um. So I believe Jones's uh, favorite listener, Kerry, asked us what our biggest <laughs> pet peeves were last week. Yeah. And Ugh. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Jones just ughed Kerry. And I remembered mine during the week. What? When people say experiment. Experiment? Instead of experiment. People say that? Like experiment? Like everyone. Everyone on every show I ever watch or every movie says experiment. Ugh. And it drives me f- nuts. You know what one... Okay, experiment's bad. Um, would you all agree that peppermint is worse than spearmint when it comes to gum? Yes. Like, yeah. if you ever see anyone get, like, peppermint gum, you're like, no. but the spearmint is right next to it. Why would you do that, man? I could delete this note now. You only get peppermint when there's no spearmint. Okay. I so, still don't get peppermint. So, ex- experiment's bad. You know what one is a pet peeve of mine, but I really, it shouldn't be because I probably messed this up for two-thirds of my life. When people say, flush it out, like, flush out an idea, it's flesh out an idea with an E. Yeah. When people say flush out, it annoys me. But here's the thing. like It's not fair for me to get mad. So I, I hit a, an ethical dilemma every time people say flush. Well, no, flush. you can get mad now because you learned and corrected. Yeah. It's just flush out. Why would you flush out an idea? Just think about it. Flushing out an idea means you literally flush it down the toilet. Like, I don't get Getting why. rid of it. <laughs> yeah, getting rid of the idea. You flesh it out like a cartoonist fleshes out a sketch. You start with an outline and then you... Flesh it out, meaning you add the detail. Flesh it out. All right. Sorry. Next question. Next one comes from Lucy and London on Instagram. She asks, what's our favorite ice cream place, and what is the favorite flavor from that place? Taco Bell, Choco Taco. Cold Stone, birthday cake remix. McDonald's, vanilla. (laughs) (laughs) It never works. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's always broken. The machines were broken since 1987. That's the last time I had a vanilla from McDonald's. Yeah. Um, no, for reals though, there is a um, there's a ice cream shop in my town in Long Beach, which is where we did the podcast. What are you going to say, the caramel sea salt? Well, I was going to say that is my favorite, but I want to just be um, adventurous. So the place is called Frozen Cow. It's amazing. It they like It's all like... All the ice cream is made like in the shop, like, and it's next to Marvell, which is like my favorite soft serve place on the planet. Yeah, Marvell is like a a, a a staple. It's like legendary place in Long Beach. But this place, Marvell soft serve, um, frozen cow is hard serve. What do you call not soft serve? Scoop, scoop. Um, Sorry, I was mid yawn when you got me there. Scoop. Um, they make one that's like called I don't know what they call it, like breakfast something. It has little eggs and bakey, dude. It's got little chunks of waffle 
maple syrup, and then it's got little chunks of bacon in it. Well, that can go right to heck. Yeah, I know you hate bacon. I'm going to flush that out. <laughs> you know, That you flush out. You flush that idea right down the toilet. Uh, yeah, it's, mine's still Cold Stone. It's either Birthday Cake Remix or Apple Pie a la mode. They're both top nizach. Can you still get Choco Tacos anywhere? 7-Eleven? Yeah, 7-Eleven definitely has them. Like the same type that you would get yeah. at Taco Bell? Exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. They existed well, before Taco Bell. Taco Bell just used the company's Choco Tacos. Really? Really. I like used to have call- them at school. I like how you called it Choco Taco. That was just a mistake. Yeah. I had a lot of uh, spit buildup. <laughs> it, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> Forgot so, to swallow. So sometimes I realize that I think my tongue is too big for my mouth. Like I think I have like a medical anomaly when my tongue's too big. I also think you have um, memory loss because I feel like you literally talked about this on the episode last week. Did I really? Yeah. I have no recollection of that. I think I blacked out again. <laughs> Damn it. All right. This next question comes from <laughs> Chef Foucault. He asks, no. <laughs> That's not a question. All right, Raj. All right, Raj. The next one after that comes from Pomp one on Instagram. She asks, why won't you ask me something for a change? Um, hi, Maria. This is my cousin. Hi, hi cousin Maria. Um, all right, you want us to ask you a question? <sighs> I have one. Okay, hit it. Why do birds suddenly appear every time Choco Tacos are near? (laughs) Yeah. There you go, Maria. There's your question. Why do birds suddenly appear every time Choco Tacos are near? You better come up with a witty response. You're my cousin. Don't don't mess up the family name. Be funny. All right. You have something for her, Jones? Yeah. What was better, the Bob Newhart show or Newhart? Ooh. This is my brother, Daryl. This is my other brother, Daryl. Is Bob Newhart the guy that plays um, Bob Newhart on the Bob Newhart show? I have no idea who Bob Newhart is. He's not Bob. He's not the Bob Hope guy, right? Those are two different Bobs. Oh my God! Bob dude. Hope is a different gentleman. It's literally like I don't even know who you are. <laughs> well, I mean, we've been friends for a long time, Eric. Have you not known that I'm not the brightest? Eric, do you think um, our friendship is straining because I'm getting dumber with age? I don't think it's straining. Do you feel like maybe it's just like turning into pity? <laughs> no. Bob Hope and Bob Newhart can easily be mistaken with no, me. No, they can't. No, they can't. Not even close. No? No. Which one drives a golf cart? What? Probably both they're, in their life. They're both dead, so no one's uh, driving anything. It's true. You want to ask who got punched by Happy Gilmore? Bob Hope. Bob Hope. Bob Barker. Bob Barker. <laughs> oh, my God. See, you don't even know. See? Eric doesn't even know how mad he is. I'm, I'm going vent- to vent. <laughs> Jonesy does not want to be our friend anymore. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that neither of you guys have ever seen anything that either of those two guys was in. <laughs> I don't think I have. I have no idea who these I people are. I, I know their names, but I don't know anything about them. I, don't, I have no clue. You should listen to... <laughs> Go on Spotify. Are they comedians? Did you think Bob Hope was Bob Barker too? Yes, the entire time. <laughs> so we both the entire time. The entire I, so who's Bob Hope then? I have no freaking idea. I was just thinking of Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Me too. The entire time. Me too. Okay. I thought he did the prices right. <laughs> yeah, I guess not right. Oh Jesus. Uh, anyway. Right. <laughs> I feel so much less dumb that we were both thinking of the wrong title. <laughs> We're so stupid. 
<laughs> so, God, I wish this was a bit. I wish we were joking, but we're not. Okay, so can we just switch to the next topic so that we could kind of redeem ourselves? Yeah, we got time. We're good. Eric's doing the wow, running on, late on time. We got we're on hour fifteen. No, all right, I'll go fast. So I threw up a question on the Instagram Academy, and I asked, um, "What's the best? Who's the best stand-up comedian right now?" I was in the middle of watching Pete Davidson when I wrote this, and his stand-up was. I'll give it a solid four out of ten. Oh, yeah, that's being generous. Yeah, it was four out of ten. I like Pete Davidson. Stand up. He's not funny. He is not a stand up comedian. He's just a funny guy. There's a difference, you know? Anyway, so, uh, Jones, you want to read the responses? Yeah. Uh, Dorney the Wine Guy says Joey Diaz. Uh, go ball. So, wait. So, Joey Diaz is one of those guys where I know him as kind of like a podcast personality, like Joe Rogan. I don't, I, I've never actually listened to him do stand up. Is it good? Yeah, stand up. He's the one who was on Adam Carolla's show, right? I've only ever heard him on Rogan. Okay. And I, I, he's got his own podcast, which I think is very funny. His stand-up is very good. A little different than his uh, podcast personality. His podcast personality is basically like a mobster. You like, know a, I mean? like a, hey, I was around crime a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. And okay. like some of that comes out in his stand-up too, but he, it's a little more prepared than you might think. Okay, I like it. I don't know so many people on this list. There's a lot that I've never heard of, to be honest with you. Like the next one, uh, Go Balls Deep says Joe Machi. No idea. No idea. Uh, Lucy Ann London says Sebastian Maniscalco. He's good. She said Sebastian Maniscalco hands down. I think Uh, that's that's bold. That's very bold. He's really good, but he gets annoying after a while. I can't listen to him for more than one joke. Yeah. Gabagools also says Joey Diaz. Oh, wow. you got two, two wow. Joey Diaz. All right. Big D and Dorney. That's that's hmm. that's huge, yeah. Tommy Boy Poker says Steve Trevino. Don't know who he is. Don't know him. Also, never heard of him. Uh, Chef I Rico. like how you made his last name Hispanic. <laughs> Trevino. <laughs> Trevino. <laughs> you, added, you added a tilde or whatever, a tilde. No, that's actually what it is. Is that Trevino? No, I had to look it up because I, I've never heard of the guy. And I looked it up and it's spelled like that. So that's how I said it. I don't believe you. <laughs> Chef Fuko says Tom Segura. Tom Segura was probably my second choice. Yeah, I watched him last time I was in LA, and I laughed so hard that I started getting like nervous that like the people next door were going to call like security on me, and I was laughing into a pillow. That's how hard I was laughing at Tom Segura. He's awesome. It's really good. Uh, the next two coming from C Blank and Hello Windows ninety five. They both say John Mulaney. He's awesome too. Yeah, I will yeah, agree he's with funny. that. Dude, his monologue. Not he, my favorite, but he is funny. He hosted SNL last week. His monologue was like one of the best stand up bits ever. Uh, this one comes from Dachaz. He says uh, Dave Chappelle. It's a great choice. It's good also choice. a good choice. He's still on top of his game. Yeah, for sure. This one comes from the Gold Coast Nye, and he says Gallagher. <laughs> Gallagher is a horrible choice. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the most unfunny human on the planet. Yeah. Uh, like, he was funny in like 1987. Eh, no, no, no. It wasn't was, funny. People loved watching watermelons get smashed. When there was nothing else, he was funny. That he was the first YouTube video. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just watching things explode. This one comes from Dwinterton44. He says Bill Burr. Yep. I've, uh, I've had some very hearty laughs with Bill Burr. Bill Burr is amazing. I'm going to say this is hard because uh, the last couple of Burr specials have gone downhill. Yeah, but I think of pre these last few specials. Yeah, if you if you could like chop those last couple off, 
he's still. I always think of that one Opie and Anthony live show in Philadelphia when that crowd was just booing him off stage and he owned them and stayed on that stage for 10 minutes and eventually had everyone that was cursing him out laughing. Yeah. I never saw that. That was like one of the most beautiful things that changed me on him. He's amazing. I think probably why he's going downhill is because he's like, he's got a kid now. He's like taking anger management classes. He lost. He's like losing his edge. Yeah, he doesn't have the eye of the tiger. <laughs> I don't know. What I'm montage. Saying. Gotta uh, be a montage. I noticed you skipped yourself. Yeah, you skipped yourself, Jonesy. Yeah, uh, that's uh, the reason I did that is because the next one it comes from my brother Chuck Norris, sixty six. Uh, he agrees with me, completely not planned. We had written the same person, Norm Macdonald. I love it. I don't love it. I don't hate it, but I feel like Norm Macdonald is like a strange choice for being the best stand-up comedian right now. He's like pretty good. He's unbelievably funny and doing something so different than everybody else. All right, I'll I'll, I'll check. Does he have a new special or something? His last one. His last one was maybe like five years ago. I don't know if that if he can. I feel like he's disqualified from this question. Why? Because I said, who's the best stand-up comedian right now? Nobody's touring. Like you can see him. He just doesn't have an album out. Okay. All right, but fair, I mean the best fair. is favorite. My favorite's not even alive anymore. No, but right now, who is the best right now? Not who is your favorite right now. Well, my favorite stand up show is still better than anything I've seen recently. So he's still the best right now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Loopholes, man. Oh, if we were going that, I don't know if I would have answered Norm McDonald. Oh, well, if we're going right now, then I don't have one. But if we're going It's not best of all time. It's like Best right now. Best of all time. If any of these were considered the best of all time, I would say everyone's right. crazy. Uh, let me think of some random guy nobody said. That sucks. And Wait, the what? last one here, anyways, is uh, it comes from Kay Bates, 1976, and she says Sebastian Maniscalco. Also. That's my sister. Yes. Uh, if I was going to go best of all time, I don't know. It's hard to not say Patrice O'Neill. That's my favorite of all time. Or maybe Mitch Hedberg. Hmm, that that's tough. That's a tough one. Because you want to say the classic, you want to say the obvious people like Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle probably still. Uh, George Carlin's up there. Louis C.K. Before he started, Patrice being O'Neal a creep, is my guy. Louis C.K. has had some really good ones. Yeah, his early stuff was like amazing, and then he started, you know, you know, giving himself old fashions in front of people. Um, okay, so that that was that was a good uh, that was a good that was a good segment. I don't agree with a lot of it, but <laughs> who's yours? Right now, I would probably say either Tom Segura, John Mulaney, or um, Dave Chappelle. Probably those three. Chappelle show. I heard that you really like Burt Kreischer. No, I would refuse to watch a guy whose bit is being overweight and taking his shirt off on stage. I don't even. I've never listened to him, but his I, the machine. Is it uh, funny? His the machine. If you're gonna watch anything ever that he's done, watch his one bit on the 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 trip to Russia when he was in school. Oh yeah, called the mach- He's they call him the machine. It's one of my favorite things. I watch it like I watch it every couple of months just to just to get it back. All right. Oh, two honorable mentions. One is the latest two um, Ricky Gervais stand-ups Love are Ricky awesome. Gervais. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. He's probably my favorite current. Yeah. 
like hysterical. Like I like couldn't yeah, breathe top laughing. Notch. Top notch. And here's another one that threw me. I was not expecting it to be as funny as it was. And maybe it just hit me at the right moment. And like maybe it's not as funny as as I thought it was. But uh, Dan Soder. Dan Soder's the best. I don't even know who that is. Dan, Dan Soder. He's is, the dude who does the uh, the Andre the Giant Macho Man impressions. I don't know. Oh my god! You'll like Dan Soder. Oh is his last god. name Soda, and you're saying it funny? No, it's Soder, like S O D E R. Cool. So Dan Soder is on the show Billions. Nothing. Okay. He has a podcast called. I don't know. I don't uh, listen to Campfire it. or something like that. I've heard Campfire him on, podcast. Or he, he was on Opie and Anthony a lot. He was really funny back then. You'll like him. I guarantee you like him. He does a. Yeah, I just watched his stand up on Netflix. Okay, fair enough. You may not like it, but I think you'll like it. You should try it. Just try it on. All right, but then you have to watch that one bit from. I don't know anything else from Bert Kreischer except that one bit. I just know that he doesn't wear a shirt. That's all I know. Who cares? Like, that's fine. You're not doing it to watch him. Yeah. You're doing it to listen to him. Just watch that one bit from me. If he had a ponytail, I'd watch him. I know you would. Yeah, especially with no shirt on. (laughs) Now it changes the whole dynamic. I need you to promise me right now that you're going to watch it this week. I'm going to watch it this week. I'm going to watch it after you leave tonight. But you got to watch Dan Soder. I will. I'll watch it before next next episode. All I have to say is he's from Colorado and he makes a whole joke about the Colorado accent. And, I, and he's like, I didn't even realize we had an accent until I watched the X Games. And he does he does the accent. And it's like the funniest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, that was actually, I watched that and Tom Segura in the hotel room. And I was I laughing so Tom hard. Segura too. I've never seen him. You'll like Tom Segura for sure. I Tom could- Segura is like, our, like he's like, our hometown friend humor. You'll get when you watch I it. You'll get. I feel like he's like a better Jim Gaffigan. Lucy told me at one point. I think it was to watch Tom Segura because he reminded her of of like me and us, like the, our humor. Yeah, that probably makes sense. So that I think that's who she said, and I never did because I'm like a, I'm a total jerk and I don't watch <laughs> things people ask me to. Like you will like Tom Segura. He's kind of like um. You just I'm not even gonna try to explain it. Just okay, watch it. Fair enough. I gotta throw out some love too for uh Theo Vaughn and, Theo Vaughn, uh, man. Unbelievable. And Eddie Izzard is super funny. I've never seen an Eddie Izzard stand up. I saw him uh I saw him in person not too long ago. He was great. I, I know the name I've never heard of I never actually watched this stuff. Um He's who's the like, who's the Australian guy? Is that not... No, that's not Eddie Izzard. That's Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> it's Mick. Mick Dundee. <laughs> Eddie Izzard is English, but he's uh, he's kind of like the, the Robin Williams of England. Like He's very funny, but very quick-paced. Okay. I've never... Yeah. Is he old or young? Uh, he's old now. I mean, his, his the big special came out, I guess, in like 95. A long time ago. You know what else came out in 95? The best windows of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Windows 95 was the best. You know what I'm saying? Best operating system. Yeah. Groundbreaking. It broke ground. There was ground, and then it, it, there was broken ground, and it's because Windows 95. You're looking out. crazy like maybe we're joking, but that literally changed the game for a computer nerd. Oh, yeah. Before Windows 95, you had Windows like 3.1. Pure gar- you had garbage. You had nothing. I'm pretty sure 3.1 was the last Windows before 95. And, then and ME? Uh, if was, you remember what Windows 3.1 looked like. It was Windows NT. NT, but 
No, NT um, was, NT was, was after. If you were, uh, that was like mostly offices that had that. Yeah, Windows NT like wasn't a home network home machines. Operating. Yeah, yeah. 3.1. 3.11 3. came after 3.1. Oh, yeah. 95 was, ah, oh, was it, man. There was a Windows 98, too. I think that was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it was. It was all right. And ME was garbage. And then XP then came XP out. Was XP was great. awesome. It was super good. Windows is like every third operating system is good i can't believe we just spent three minutes talking about good operating systems <laughs> all right seriously though we should um, we should wrap it up we should wrap this up and OSX, play yo. we should play the new single by snake breeder yes um so we're gonna are we gonna play it and then come back and say goodbye no or? i should say, say goodbye and play it i feel like we should we need a reaction to it okay yeah we're not gonna play the whole song we can't it's like three minutes long you want to play the whole song jones uh, either play the whole thing i want to play, play the whole thing. thing all right fine we'll play the whole thing all right so then we're gonna react we're gonna come back and react. that's fine okay all right word hit it play that last like 10 seconds on loop at my funeral i'm just saying i'm gonna learn i'm gonna play it live jones i hate that genre of music with all my like every ounce of my body but that was the best 
song ever in that genre. Hands down. Yeah, You're a freaking is, genius. Which is the kind of the joke of that is that it took me like no time at all to make. <laughs> and you like, played all the instruments, right? Yeah, I played all the instruments. Like all the music is mine, but the like I'll I'll, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit, right? I didn't actually sing on any of that. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of the crazer from the heat sounded like you. <laughs> Who was that? So it's like an Apple loop, like it's like a built-in thing into like Apple's recording software, where I could just pick out like a guy's voice, and as long as it matches the key of the song, I just <laughs> popped it in. And the the screaming vocal is like another like generated thing. That's all nonsense. Like, so wait, so you there's literally like a loop that's called crazy from the heat, and it's just a guy going crazy. <laughs> From the heat, exactly. <laughs> like, how many songs is that in? <laughs> I like, don't know. is that the hook of like 150 songs, like on Spotify right now? You know what the weirdest thing is? Is that Apple Loops, like they give you like a bazillion loops, and you can change the key and the tempo in all of them. But you can pick out like super famous songs that were built off of Apple Loops. That's crazy. Was there at any point that you, um, while you were working on this, that you got crazier <laughs> from the heat? <laughs> I was trying to space out. Oh, the, I think we named the episode. Yeah, crazy from the heat. <laughs> Boom, done. I was trying to space out the scream vocals so that it sounded like he was saying Scooby Dooby Doo, <laughs> and I think I got it in a couple spots. Uh, that's amazing. Well done, Jones. Yeah, that's terrific. That's oh my god. We need to put a Spotify page up for you so you could just put all these songs there. Yeah, seriously. And uh, as much as this is amazing, don't think you're off the hook from doing the the uh, dinner for dessert sitcom theme song. No way. Because that's got to happen, too. Yeah. Actually, that might be a good thing that we're holding off on the TV bracket thing. Yeah. Yes. Because we're going to do... Oh, we didn't tell them yet. We didn't tell the audience <laughs> what we're talking about yet. That was a little peek behind the curtain, too. Oh. Why don't you uh, tell them? Give them a sneak preview. All right. So, basically, I, I, <laughs> a group of wrestlers today put out a TV show bracket. And we were like, wow, this is this is great. So, they did all round one pairings. And... I figured maybe we could do this on the show. So, like, we'll do some here. We'll vote on the two choices to see who moves on. But we're also going to give you guys the chance to vote on some as well. We're going to throw them up on Instagram during the week. Um, so how does so, it work? So, like, basically, like, the beginning of the bracket will just be, like, any two TV shows? Yeah. They, however they're listed, had to, we're not going to change anything on this sheet. We didn't create the sheet. We're just going to play the game. Okay. Okay? Because if we start taken out and putting in it just becomes crazy yeah you don't want to go in and out <laughs> over and over again no and then you exert, that gets then you crazy exert yourself it gets yeah. crazy from the heat. from the heat <laughs> <laughs> um so we're gonna have you guys participate as well we're gonna throw up we'll throw up like a, a matchup and have whoever you guys vote for and whoever gets the most votes will win and move on so we're all gonna do this together and uh we're gonna try and get it down to what we all as a group think the best tv show was can I ask a, a biggest favor ever? Maybe. Can we just do one just right now just to wet our beaks a little bit? A little beak wetting? You want to do round one, huh? I just want to get my beak wet. All right. You so want, let know. me pull up the uh, the bracket. We're going to start on the top left. Top left of the bracket. So Can you put up the bracket on Instagram so people can see it? I can. I can. That's a good call. Word. Um, the first matchup is Seinfeld versus Family Matters. Seinfeld. Family Matters. I knew you were going to say Family Matters because you hate Jerry Seinfeld. Jonesy, what do you think? Uh, I don't... It's got to go Seinfeld. 
Yeah, sorry, man. See, the best part about this is there's three of us in the room, so we can never have a tie. No tie, yeah. So Seinfeld wins. I knew I was going to lose that because you're all sheep to that show. We're not sheep. It's the one. It's got to be one of the best sitcoms of all time, if not the best sitcom of all time. Yeah, I know you hate yeah, Jerry Seinfeld, but every other character on the show is iconic. From, from last place to first place, then yeah. Wait, huh? What it's the best at the worst. It's the best of the worst? Why? I think that show sucks. There's plenty it's of crazy. There's plenty of other shows on this bracket that I would have put above Seinfeld, but it just so happens that Family Matters isn't one of them. It's all right. It'll get knocked out in the next round. Uh, yeah, probably will. Yeah, one hundred percent. All right, that felt good. I hate it. Good. See, like you hate Friends, I hate Seinfeld. I don't hate Friends. Uh, yeah, I do. Yes, you do. Yeah, I do. Who are you lying to right now? I hate David Schwimmer. I hate Ross. Okay, and I, I hate, hate Ross Jerry Geller. Seinfeld. I hate Ross Geller. Ross Geller is a bad person. Like, I'm okay with Chandler Bing. I'm okay with I'm Joey. okay with Kramer. Oh, Kramer's the man. man. So is George. And so is Elaine. Elaine might be the most underrated character in TV show history. Nah, she's rated because she went on to do Veep and it got like seven seasons. That's true. So people that's respect fair. her game. Yeah. No, that's fair. And even her other show in between, The Old Adventures of New Christine. Or I New never Christine, watched that. That was all right. It was, you know, a little corny, but it was good. So but yeah, she's probably had the most success, actually, of all of them after. Uh, 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 I don't know. Seinfeld's still pretty pretty successful. Yeah, what does he do? Stand-up comedy. He goes to Met Games. That's what he does. He uh, does comedians in cars getting coffee, which is, by the way, pretty good, but not Veep. You know what I'm saying? Like Veep is, Veep is quality stuff. Yeah. Shout out to Nick Nassau if he's listening for putting me onto that show. It's a good show. Shout I feel like we should do round two real quick. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Just to see who um, is going to battle Seinfeld in the second round. I feel like it's only fair that we do that. Okay, so we know who's up next yeah. week. Okay. So it is Parks and Rec versus the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's brutal. That is brutal. I don't need, I, I'm going to go last because that's too much. I'm telling you what. I'm coin flipping because it could be either one of those. I love both of them. I love both of them, too. This is a really, really rough one. It's hard, man. Okay, so... Let's think this through. Fresh Prince of Bel Air is like it like molded us as people because it it was like such a big part of our our youth. Mm-hmm. So if you were to pick which one had the most impact on us, it would probably be Fresh Prince because Parks and Rec came out when we were older. But then I'm gonna go. Which one did I laugh harder at? Oh, well, and it was Parks and Rec. Yeah, it depends if you're if you're if you're va- like if this is based on which one's funnier, Parks and Rec. Which one's better? It's very subjective. I don't know. It is. That's the whole point of voting individually. I know. I'm gonna say Fresh Prince out of out of nostalgia. It's probably not true, but it's nostalgia. All right. So here's Fresh what Prince. I'm gonna do. Since Jones has a coin in his hand, I'm gonna say Parks and Rec. Because so jo- Jones's coin flip is going to decide. Okay, so I'm Fresh Prince. You're Parks and Rec. Jo- Jones is going to decide with the coin. So heads is what, tails is what. Heads is going to be Parks and Rec. Tails is going to be Fresh Prince. All right, do it. You got to flip the coin now. <laughs> did you just did you just have a stroke? <laughs> no, I just had a I had a stroke of brilliance. <laughs> <laughs> well played. If I was going to be a jerk, I would tell Eric to hit the space bar, and we'd find out next week. Oh, oh, man. Should we do that? No, I'm not going to no, do that. No, no, don't do that. 
This is the weirdest coin flip I've ever seen. Okay. It was heads. Parks and Rec. Parks, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec wow. versus Seinfeld next week. Wow. Like that's our first big, like, I feel like you can call it an upset, I guess. That's a, that's total upset. I can't believe, I'm actually shocked that Parks and Rec just won. So here's the thing. Could we put round two on Instagram stories? What, Seinfeld versus Parks and Rec? Yeah. Totally. There's no rule. We're making the rules up as we go, dude. I think we do that. I think every week we do two, right? You know, see what I'm saying? And the winners of those two go on to battle in the semifinals, basically, on Instagram stories. I think we're going to be here for a month if we do that. I mean, many months. Many months. Yeah, because a month is only four episodes. It's not that long. And there's like... Maybe 50, 50 shows on here. No, but it, but as we go, it gets exponentially shorter. You know, this first one is going to take a while. Well, we could do it. Um, oh my there's god, sixty! There's sixty total shows on this bracket. Sixty in the first round, or six? Sixty total shows. Okay. So the the I guess you can call it, there's a left side of the bracket. You've never done brackets. I was explaining this to you today. You've never done like a March Madness bracket. No. So there's 30 teams on the left, 30 teams on the right, paired up, and as they win, they move on closer to the middle championship. I, for some reason, I just wanted to say, and here I am stuck in the middle with you guys. Yes. So um, there's 30 on each side, which means that's 15 matchups per side in the first round. Okay. So what you're saying is. If we did what we did tonight, every episode, it would take us like three years to finish the bracket. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Yes. Just doing the math. Okay. So uh, this was just a teaser tonight. I think next. So we'll do this. Uh, the winner of this on Instagram this week. Just as like a warm up so everyone gets used to it. Next episode we do. We have to we'll do like, do like five or six or seven matchups. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Okay. I like it. You like that? I love it. Okay. I want more of it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I love it. I want more of it. More of it. Uh, like you, if you don't say of it, it just gets weird. <laughs> I like it. I love it. I want more of it. <laughs> so you got to put the right emphasis on the right syllable. You know what I mean, Jonesy? All right. So uh, we're <laughs> Jonesy's we're like, I don't want to be friends with any of you anymore. Point. Pomp drink always whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're gonna go tuck them in. I'm getting so cozy. I'm excited for this new little thing we're doing. I don't know how I'm going to put this episode up tonight because I don't know if I'm sober enough to figure out put how to do Put it up in the morning. Good call. That's a good call. It's that. all right. They won't know. <laughs> they won't know. They're sleeping right now or at, out having a social life. Yeah, I don't a, know. What do like, normal people do on Friday nights? Probably they're out having a social life. Yeah. It's, 11, it's 11.30 in the p.m. on Friday night. I'm just saying this. I'm going to throw this out there. At 37 and 38 years old, that every Friday night I hang out with you guys... Like, we're ahead of the game, I think. Totally. Right? How many, like, 37-year-olds and 38-year-olds have, like, a, like friends that they hang out with every week? None. Yeah. None more black. <laughs> None more black. I don't have any either. Yeah. You guys are, like, my you guys are my best friends. I mean, everyone in this room except for Layla the dog is my best friend. I like Layla a lot. I love Layla, but she's always looking herself and it makes always. me uncomfortable. Layla, cut it out. All right, yeah. So, just a teaser for the first matchup coming up next week for us. Yeah. Golden Girls versus In Living Color. Oh my God! So that's, oh my God! This that's is what we're gut wrenching. That's what we're gonna lead in with next week. Golden okay? Girls versus In Living Color. Oh my um, God! This has been a really long episode, but I'm proud to 
say that I did this really long episode with you two jerks. Yeah, I love you guys. Jones, fantastic job on the Snake Breeder single. You're freaking genius. Thank you. I want to see if I can get that on the Billboard charts because yeah. that'd be incredible. Oh my god, if this was 1998 <laughs> in East Rockway, New York. Oh, dude, you'd be a legend. Smash hit. Yeah. El Nino Fu. Yeah. 40 below Jonesy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, until next week, uh, make sure when I put this up this week on Instagram, you all vote. Yeah, for sure. Because this is going to be a heck of a matchup. Yeah, it is. Um, we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, Jones dislikes some of you. <laughs> Just carry. Just carry. <laughs> I love this beef with Carrie. For it's, <laughs> it's amazing. amazing. It's amazing. All right, guys. Wait, I'm supposed. To, you're supposed to say bye. Bye. Yeah, why didn't you say bye? I thought I did already. Oh, well, what do I say? Whatever you want. Okay. Bye. Chaco taco. <laughs>